And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr, and suits so fine they made Sinatra look like a hobo. Is this your place, Carl? Yeah, what do you think? Really? It's really awful. But I have a lot of things that are on order. You know, credit trouble. Pay more attention to your schoolwork and listen to the radio. You always listen to the radio. It's different. Our lives are ruined already. Eagle Whistler. will self-destruct in five seconds. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the quintessential Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's a Thanksgiving episode of Jack Benny from 1953, but first, it's Name That Tune. Lisa Wolf Cullen will play short clips from popular Thanksgiving songs. I'm and, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Not quite right again. You weren't quite listening. And a Hollywood 360 <laughs> listener contestant named Joel and I will try to name that. I think it's disco, right? I think it is. All right, Joel, you ready? What's up, buddy? Joel, Hi, Joel. Are you there? Oh, Uh-oh. no. We lost Joel. Well, Aww. I'll get this set up. Hopefully, uh, Mike will get him back on the line. So yeah. we haven't done disco music in a while. Yeah. So I decided it was your turn, Carl. Wow. This is your genre. So yes. we need, I hope, I was great. I was hoping that Joel is an expert. Joel, are you with us? Yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. yeah. Great. We're, Hi, Joel. I'm hoping that you are up to date on your 70s disco. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm psyched. Oh, I'm oh. psyched then, too, because we need somebody confident. pretty quick he to sounds uh, confident. compete with this guy here. So I am well, going to play yeah. the first song, and as soon as you know the title, shout it. Joel, shout it out. All right, Joel. <laughs> here we go. Here we go, buddy. Dancing Queen. Mm. No? Oh, shoot. What is this? You get half a point off for the wrong answer. <laughs> What 1975. That's all you get. Oh, it's a very good year. Yep. Um, what is this song? You know it, Joel? There it is. Fly, uh, Robin, Fly. Fly, Robin, Fly. Silver oh, Convention. Silver Convention. Yeah. yeah, the song received a Grammy Award for Best R&B Instrumental Performance. So that's what this Batman used to say to Robin. Fly, fly Robin, Robin, Fly. fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. All right. So, so close. All right. But you're down a half a point. Okay. <laughs> I get demoted. That's right. Here we go. Here's your second song. Yowza, yowza, yowza. I mean, I know it, but I can't think of the name. I know it's tough. I wouldn't want to be you. <laughs> Joel, Joel, you know it? 1977. Reached number one on the disco charts. Uh, and Luther Vandross provided dance, some... Dance, dance, dance. Yeah, it's too late. Uh, it doesn't too late. count. Uh, 
Dance, dance, dance. Lu- Luther Vandross provided some of the backup vocals Fun-sickle. on there. Darn it. <laughs> I heard you the first time. <laughs> oh, Joel, we're not doing so hot. Is it? Is it um... Well, it's dance, dance, dance. It's, yeah. We didn't get it. We didn't okay. get it. Joel. All right, well, let's go to the next one. Let's see All how right. we do. Yeah, we're, we're not doing so well, Joel. Dancing Queen? <laughs> you said that already. It's still not Dancing Queen. There will be no Dancing Queen tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, Joel's got a guess. What's your guess? It's The Hustle. It's The Hustle. Yeah, Joel. You got it. The Hustle by Van McCoy and the Soul City Symphony went to number one in 1975. Won a Grammy Award. Joel. We used to, I mean, we used to do this at... Parties and dances. What did you, you do? do? The hustle. What did you do? I mean, we learned that dance, the oh, hustle. Did the hustle. you know that particular dance? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Could you do it today? Probably. Probably. Didn't you not. like bump? Didn't you like your bump no. your your hips on the oh, other person? Yeah. Or was that something else? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. I don't know. Joel, are you a big disco guy back then? Were you in uh, teens oh, and stuff? Yeah. I I have to say that I, I was. Uh, yeah. Me too. For a while. Yeah. yeah. Did you did you go roller skating and stuff too, or just to the oh, discos? Yeah, I did that as well. Um, but a, a fun memory from the song "The Hustle." I can picture the the girls that I went to high school with. They were that were in the dance line, and they performed that during the, you know the halftime at a basketball game. So. Ah, fun memories. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right, so Joel's Americana. up. He's up one zip, and you're down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Here's the next song. Let's play it. Disco Inferno. Yes. Disco Inferno. See, I knew you'd know that one because it was included on the soundtrack of Saturday Night Night Fever. No, not Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. No, Saturday Night Fever. Not Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, what? You said it twice, Saturday Night Live. Uh, my my Prevagen's wearing off. It's wearing down a little bit. I mean, pop another Prevagen here. Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Fever, it's almost the same. Because I was watching Saturday Night Live. Were you? Today, I watched it from oh, last Saturday. I watched that, too. Uh, with uh, Chalamet or Yeah, Timothy. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet. All right, Joel, All right. Joel we're tied up. We're tied All up. All right, here we go. Uh, you know, actually, yep. Carl, don't you have point, point .5? Yeah, that's yeah. right. No, you I'm, have. I, I'm That's point right. five. You're, You're right. up I'm point down, five. Down a half. That's right. No, but you Joel's got one. Winning. Yeah, but so I'm. I only have. A He's half. got one, and you have point five. This is higher math, because you were down point five. Now you're up point five. Huh? Because you got one point. Yeah. When you were down so I'm, point five, so you're I'm down up a half. point. You're up a half. Okay, fine. Whatever. Okay. Joel's winning. Carl didn't listen in math. Joel's class. winning. All right, here we go. <laughs> Come on, Joel. You need this one. Oh, I know this one. I know. Carl's trying to say it. He just can't get it out. I'm so excited. Yes, I'm so excited. Pointer Sisters. You've got it. 1982. Joel. Yeah. Joel, man. He's got two and you have a half. Right. Here we go. There it is. I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it. 
Joel's up two, and I have a half. That's right. Gosh, (laughs) I stink. (laughs) And I'll give you one clue about the next song. It's not Dancing Queen. It's not Dancing Queen. Right, I got it. (laughs) It's not Dancing Queen. Here we go. All right, next one. That's, uh... Casey and the Sunshine Band. That's it. Uh, it's Casey and the Sunshine Band, but what did you say the title was? I thought it was... Do a little dance. Nope. No. There it is. Nope. It's That's the way I like it. Uh, and they're doing it, yeah. so nobody gets that one. Casey and the Sunshine yeah, Band, 1975. Casey, that was one of my favorite bands, Casey and the Sunshine Band. picture like Casey yeah. Kasem talking Do about all of these when that? he did the countdown? What's that, Joel? Do I get point five for that? No, you don't. You don't. You don't lose. It any doesn't point. matter, honestly. No, he's saying, does he get a half because he said the band? Oh no! But it, honestly, it doesn't matter yeah, because winning. you already won. That's you won. it. That's all six cents. You are the winner. You're the winner, Joel. Oh my goodness! You're the disco king. <laughs> you know what? That is quite an honor when yep. you talk about Carl because he is really strong with disco. Not so much tonight, but generally. <laughs> Am I strong? <laughs> Not so strong tonight. <laughs> I wore my deodorant. A, a little weak. How strong am I? A little weak. <laughs> uh, Joel, you're a big winner. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm going to send you some fun CDs, all right, buddy? You know, I can't thank you guys enough for making Saturday night so enjoyable. Oh, well, we appreciate you calling in and being a part of the show tonight, That's too. That's so it nice of you to say, Joel. Thank you so much. Well, I, I appreciate the work that you guys do, and um, the, the generation for years to come are going to enjoy it because, well, it's great radio you're preserving wow thank you buddy really appreciate you joel thanks so much very kind have a wonderful thanksgiving and enjoy the rest of the show jack benny thanksgiving program coming up next stick around more hollywood 360 after these important messages Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Only hours left till the end of the Kickstarter for Bold Ventures, so please help us get to our funding goal. We need a few more people to call and help us get to our funding goal so we can uh, transfer all 78 episodes of Bold Ventures, save the series for generations to come, and we'll send you the episodes either on CD or via digital download. Just search Bold Venture Kickstarter, that's Bold Venture Kickstarter, and uh, pledge anything you can. Help us meet our funding goal. We only have 
Uh, literally hours left till this Kickstarter is over. So um, we hope you can help us. We want to get to that goal tonight. So uh, our wonderful and generous listeners have helped us to get this far, Lisa. We're about 88% of the way there. We just need a little more help. Um, so please uh, check out our Bold Venture Kickstarter site, uh, or you can call us and make a pledge, 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. It's time for for uh, a Thanksgiving episode of Jack Benny. Oh, I love this. Uh, it's a great show. November 29th, 1953, uh, Jack is getting ready for the big Thanksgiving dinner. So let's uh, go back to 1953, part one of the Jack Benny program. The Jack Benny program. The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Murray Livingston, Rochester, Dennis Day, Bob Crosby, and yours truly, Don. Ladies and gentlemen, last Thursday was Thanksgiving, and Jack invited his whole gang over for dinner. But let's go back to the day before Thanksgiving. As we look in on Jack's home, he and Rochester are taking inventory to make sure that they have enough of everything for the big event. They're checking all the items in the pantry. As Rochester calls them off, Jack is writing them down. Two cans of corned beef hash. Two cans of corned beef hash. Three cans of cranberry sauce. Three cans of... Cranberry sauce. Two bottles of A1 sauce. Two bottles of A1 sauce. 97 bottles of olives. 90... Wait a minute, Rochester. Isn't that the same amount of olives that we had last year? Yeah, we don't use any since Bill Harris left the show. (laughs) Oh, yes, Bob Crosby isn't a martini man. Continue, Rochester. Two bottles of vanilla extract. Two bottles of vanilla extract. One bottle of Lydia Pinkham's. <laughs> One bottle of Lydia Pinkham's. Twelve slices of white bread. Twelve slices of white bread. Seven slices of whole wheat bread. Seven slices of whole wheat bread. Oh, say, boss. What is it, Rochester? When we come to the toothpicks, let's just estimate. <laughs> Okay for the plain ones, but the colored ones will count. <laughs> now, let's finish this. Yes, there's six bottles of ketchup. Six bottles of ketchup. Six bottles of chili sauce. Six bottles of chili sauce. Three cans of Puss in Boots cat food. <laughs> Three cans of Puss in Boots cat food. Boss, why have we got that? I borrowed it from the Coleman's. But, but we haven't got a cat. Why'd you borrow it? Well, they were out of butter, and I didn't want to leave empty-handed. <laughs> we'll use it someday. Continue. One sack of Idaho potatoes. One sack of Idaho... Rochester, answer the door. I'll finish the inventory. Yes, sir. Hello, Rochester. Oh, hello, Miss Livingston. Welcome to Ralph's Supermarket. <laughs> Uh, what? Come right in. Oh, hello, Mary. Hello, Jack. Uh, what are you doing up on that stool? I'll be finished in a minute. I'm just putting some stuff back on the top shelf. 
Would you please hand me those two jars of caviar? Oh, fine. Fish eggs from a frightened mackerel, and he calls it caviar. <laughs> Mary, why do you have to come over here and... Jack, look out! The stool! The cans are falling! Jack, are you hurt? No, no, I'm all right. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> With those fish eggs in your ear, you look like you're going upstream to spawn. <laughs> upstream to spawn, upstream to spawn. A man nearly kills himself, and you talk about romance. <laughs> I don't care. Answer that, will you, please? Okay. Hello, Mr. Benny's residence. Hey, Mary, how come you're answering the phone? You got new clause in your contract? <laughs> no, Bob. Jack would have answered it, but he can't. He's lying on the floor. Oh, holy smoke, he's getting as bad as my musicians. <laughs> uh, it isn't that at all. He fell off a stool. Oh, well, that's what the boys in the band do. <laughs> Look, Bob, it's kind of hard to explain, but he fell while checking some stuff in the pantry. The pantry? Yeah, he's making sure he's enough of everything for his big Thanksgiving dinner. You're coming, aren't you? Oh, sure. I bought my ticket two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, that was smart. There's no sense waiting till the last minute when the scalpers get hold of them. Uh, just a minute, Bob. I'll let you talk to Jack. Jack, it's Bob Crosby. I'll take it. Hello, Bob. Say, Jack, I wonder if you could give me a couple of extra tickets to next week's broadcast. Well, I might be able to scrape up two. Who are they for? Well, to tell you the truth, they're for Remley, but he was afraid to ask you. Well, he should be after what happened last time. He gave that ticket to his girl, and she almost started a riot in the studio. Imagine her walking up and down the aisle doing a thing like that. Oh, but that wasn't her fault, Jack. The band never should have played A Pretty Girl Is Like a Melody. <laughs> All right, but where did she get the balloons? Where did she get the balloons? Where'd you get the pen? <laughs> never mind. All right, Bob, I'll give you the tickets at rehearsal. Thank you, Jack. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bob always has to call me when I'm busy. Oh, Rochester. What is it, boss? I knocked over all these cans when I fell off the stool. Will you pick them up while I go on with the inventory? Yes, sir. Mary, will you please help me? I'll call off the items and you write them down. Oh, sure, Jack. Five bottles of vinegar. Five bottles of vinegar. Three bottles of real lemon juice. Three bottles of real lemon juice. Forty-five hundred cans of Minute Maid orange juice. <laughs> 4,500 cans of Minute Maid orange juice. Wasn't that a wonderful guest spot I did on Bing's program? <laughs> I had to give 500 cans to my agent, you know. Now, let's keep going, Mary. One leg of lamb. One leg of lamb. Two packages of bacon. Two packages of bacon. One side of beef. Jack, that's me. Oh, <laughs> Don. Oh, Jack. Hi, Mary. Hello, Don. Don, I hope I didn't forget to invite you and the sportsmen to Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, no, you invited us. Jack, I feel awfully popular this year. Popular? Yeah, beside your invitation, I've been invited to Harry Bonzel's house, 
Dinah Shore's house and Jimmy Wallington's house for Thanksgiving dinner, too. Which one are you going to? All of them. <laughs> oh, silly me. Well, guess I better be getting on home. Well, I'll walk to the door with you. Okay. Say, Don, I've been wanting to ask you something for a long time. What is it, Jack? Well, even though the sportsmen have been with me five years now, I never did find out how they formed their group. Funny, I've never asked you about that. That's quite an interesting story, Jack. It started up in Las Vegas, you Las see. Las Vegas? Yeah. Two of the boys were singing as a duet in the Flamingo, and two of them were singing as a duet at the Sahara. Uh-huh. And just by chance, they got together and formed a quartet. Well, I'll be darned. Two and two. They made four the hard way, didn't they? <laughs> Well, so long, Don. See you and the boys Thursday. So well, I better go back and finish the inventory. Say, Mary. Uh, just a minute, Jack. Go ahead, Rochester. Twelve cans of crushed pineapple. Twelve cans of crushed pineapple. Nineteen cans of condensed milk. Nineteen cans of condensed milk. Two thousand four hundred and fifty-six cans. Cans? Cans of what? Just cans. Mr. Benny, don't throw nothing away. <laughs> Certainly not. I, I, I paint them and hang them on Christmas trees. Now, Mary, I can finish this up with Rochester, so... Shall I answer it, boss? No, don't bother getting down from the stool. I'll answer it. I had to get this inventory finished before we... Oh, Mr. Benny, I just came over to ask you if oh, you... Oh, hello, would... Dennis. Hello. Mr. Benny, I just came over to ask you if you... How would... do you feel, kid? Fine. Mr. Benny, I just come over to ask you if you... Close the door, will you, Dennis? Okay. Now, Dennis, what did you... Dennis, how do you like that? He locked himself out. <laughs> I tell you, Jack Benny, he had like five writers on every episode. Um, he just, it was the high watermark of comedy, Jack, the Jack Benny program. And it really doesn't sound written. It just sounds like it's off the cuff, which is yeah. a I mean, testament he had the, to him. Yeah, the greatest writers, and he was the number one show. I mean, either, either number one or number two, like every week in the ratings, Sunday nights at seven was the Jack Benny program. You knew you were going to laugh. He had all these great, um, you know, supporting players, the Phil with Phil Harris and Dennis Day and his real life wife Mary Livingston, Rochester. You had Mel Blanc uh, was a regular cast member, um, Don Wilson, and you always knew it was familiar. You know, you knew you were going to get wholesome entertainment. You knew that he was going to make you laugh. You knew he was going to talk about the fact that he was never older than thirty nine, mm, sure. and someone was going to make fun of his toupee. Um, and you loved it. And then when he made the transition to television, just as successful on TV. So we're listening to a Thanksgiving episode of the Jack Benny program. We'll get back to it in a moment. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, Have Gun, Will Travel, Gangbusters, and Sherlock Holmes, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Carl Amari and I co 
co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. We'll get back to this Jack Benny Thanksgiving show in a moment. I want to thank everyone out there who has pledged on our Bold Venture Kickstarter project. That includes you and Mike and some of my friends. We have uh, over 200 of our listeners, and this is amazing, Lisa. Over 200 of our listeners have supported this preservation effort to transfer all 78 master recordings of Bold Venture, the only radio series that starred Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. And there are 18 episodes of the 78 episodes that are lost episodes. Uh, They have not been heard in over 70 years. And so I licensed this entire series, and uh, we uh, started a Kickstarter, which is a crowdsourcing site, to raise the funds to transfer to transfer the uh, 78 episodes. And those people who have pledged, like over 200 people, have got us, are you ready for this, almost 90% of the way to our funding goal. We've had some people call tonight. We really appreciate that. We've had other people that have gone right onto the Kickstarter site and pledged. And we really want to hit our goal tonight because there's only a few hours left. Right, so... I think the success of this Kickstarter is really twofold. Firstly, and most importantly, uh, this really is a very important project, not just for us to recover uh, the lost episodes and have these pristine quality episodes of this entire series and so that we can all listen to it and enjoy it, but also for generations to come. So not just for today, but for tomorrow and how we always talk about how, you know, Classic radio is not just for the people who originally heard it, but for generations to come. So it really is a very important project. But a little addition to that is that what a night it would be here at the radio station for me and for Carl, but mostly for Carl, if we were to hit our goal. And if we did that, I'm pretty sure Carl would be dancing, screaming, jumping, and skipping down the hall. And if that were to happen, I will take a video of that Uh and I will post it on my social media for all of us to see. Yeah. And we will. Listen, I'll do it. I mean, I make a joke about it, but we truly will celebrate um, the success of this project and it will allow us to continue to do this. I know you mentioned that Boston Blackie is next and there will be others so that we hope that this is the beginning of a trend so that we can continue to preserve these great radio shows. Yeah, I licensed the entire Ziv collection. He was the most prolific syndicator of radio. And uh, after Bold Venture, if we're successful, and we're only, like I say, we need about another 10% to go. Another 20 listeners to call or um, go to the Kickstarter website. By the way, that Kickstarter website, just search Bold Venture Kickstarter. And when you go to the site, there's all kinds of information about not only Bold Venture, but about Frederick Ziv. There's a a video about the transfer process where we clean the discs and then transfer them with special equipment. 
And the people that pledge will get these episodes. That's what's so cool. And you will basically be saving the only radio series that Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall starred in. So this preservation effort only has hours to go. It Kickstarter is an all or nothing. If we do not hit our funding goal, it will not be transferred. So we have had over 200 of our listeners help. We need about another 10 or 15 listeners, I think, will get us there. So um, please search Bold Venture Kickstarter on your uh, on your computer, Bold Venture Kickstarter. It'll take you to that page. Read all about it. Please set up an account, pledge whatever you can, and help us get over the goal. And tonight's the night. We really want to try to make it tonight. And, yes, I will do a jig, Lisa. I'll dance. I know you will. I'll dance in the in the hallways. You can videotape it. I said that already. Yeah. You're just yeah. saying it again. Go right ahead. <laughs> what, is it, should I just wear what I'm wearing, or should I put something else on? Or Well, or let's just wait until we get there, yeah. and then we will all celebrate. Yeah, so uh, do search Bold Venture Kickstarter. Please help us. Please pledge. And uh, if you want to call us and make a pledge, you can call and talk to me or Lisa 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. All right, we're listening to Jack Benny. It's a Thanksgiving show from November 29th, 1953. Here's the conclusion. <laughs> oh, well. It just... Come in. Well, Mr. Benny, I just come over to ask you if it would be all right. Dennis, you when I told I... you to close the door, I meant you should come in first. Oh. <laughs> uh, what did you want to ask me? If I could use your phone, our house is on fire. <laughs> now, Dennis, don't be silly. If your house is on fire, why would you come all the way to Beverly Hills to use the phone? I want the fireman to think I'm a big shot. <laughs> Dennis, close the door, will you? Just my luck. This time he stayed on the inside. Now, look, kid, I'm busy, so don't bother me with all these silly things you make up. Come on, Mayor, let's finish this inventory. Okay. Oh, is that what you're doing? Yes, yes. I thought you were cleaning house like my mother did the other day. I'm not cleaning house. Boy, did she get rid of a lot of stuff. She threw some old curtains out of the living room, a broken rocking chair out of the bedroom, and she even took the moose head out of the shower. (laughs) Now, Mary, let's... Dennis Dennis She took what out of the shower? The moose head You're going to ignore that, eh, Mary? I certainly am Hmm My father put it there, but my mother Wait a minute, Dennis, wait a minute Hold it a minute I know I'll regret asking you this But why would your father put a moose head in the shower? The other end would look silly. (laughs) Well, that I can understand. Now, Dennis, besides your house being on fire and your father being in a shower with a moose, what else is new? Well, I've been rehearsing my song all week. Would you like to hear it? I'd love to. Anything. Go ahead. Okay. Hold it a minute, Dennis. Yes, sir. 
Hello? Hello, Mr. Benny. This is Mel Blank. Oh, hello, Mel. What is it? Mr. Benny, I've been on your program for ten years now, and I ain't never complained before, but this time I gotta. What's the matter? It's about the part you got me playing in Sunday's show. Some part, oh, brother. Now, wait a minute, Mel. Sunday's program is about Thanksgiving, isn't it? Yeah. And what's the most important thing connected with Thanksgiving? A turkey. Well, that's the part you're playing. <laughs> well, I don't like it. Always you make me an animal. Why can't I have a talking part and be a human being? Look, Mel. Sometimes you make me a rabbit. A rabbit? Eh. What's up, Doc? <laughs> Look, Mel. Or a woodpecker? Mel. <laughs> Look, Mel. Mel, look, I'm busy. Once and... you even cast me as an English horse. An English horse? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mel, I'm sorry, just that you have to play the parts that are needed. You may not realize it, Mr. Bunny, but I'm pretty important to you. Important? Yeah, if it wasn't for me, you'd never get any place. What are you talking about? I wouldn't get any place. Every time you start that lousy Maxwell, I almost break a blood vessel going... <laughs> hmm. That's all the things I do on a program. Now I want some talking parts. I'm a human being. Now look, Mel... Either you stop this complaining or I'll let you go. You wouldn't fire me. All right, all right. But Sunday, you're playing a turkey and that's final. Uh, what made you so mad at Mel, Jack? Oh, he's always complaining. I got a half a notion to fire him. You better not. He's too important to the show. Yeah, I guess you're right. Go ahead and sing, Dennis. Huh?
Now, just sit down for a few minutes. I want to finish my inventory. We've got it all listed, boss, and you've got plenty of everything for the Thanksgiving dinner. Good. We won't have to do any shopping, then. How big a turkey did you get? Turkey? I knew I forgot something. You mean you forgot to buy the turkey? Yeah, but there's still plenty of time. Oh, don't wait till the last minute. You ought to go and get one right now. Well, will you go with me, Mary? Sure, let's go. I'll stay here. Good, good. <laughs> Gee, Mary, we're having, sure having a break in the weather lately. It's such a lovely day, you know? Yes, we usually do have good weather around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, Mary, look over there at those boys playing football. Hey, Joey, kick it to me now. They're nice kids, Mary. They're in my Beverly Hills Beavers Club, you know? The bigger one is Stevie Kent. His folks live on the corner. Every time I go for a walk, I stop and talk with him. Hey, Stevie, throw the ball over here. Huh? Oh, Mr. Benny, here it comes. Look out. I think it's too high. You'll have to run for it. Faster! You better jump for it! Wow! What a catch! Say, that was a good catch, Mary. How'd you do it? <laughs> I don't know, but you could buy me a new girdle for Christmas. I will, I will. Say, Mr. Benny, you know, you haven't been to a single meeting of the Beavers Club since the 1st of September. I know, Stevie. It's unfortunate that you hold your meetings on Sunday afternoon because, you see, every Sunday I do a radio program and every third Sunday I do a television show. Oh. Well, you know you get fined a nickel for every meeting you miss. I know. I've been trying to get my broadcast changed. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it later. Come on, Mary. We better get down to the market. Gee, these supermarkets are so big, I always get lost in them. Jack, there's the poultry department over there. Oh, yes. Come on, Mary, let's walk over to the counter and we'll, uh... Hello, Mr. Benny! Well, Mr. Kessler! Mr. Kessler, what are you doing working in the poultry department? Well, I got the job on account of my uncle. Oh, he owns the market? No, I owe him money. <laughs> Oh, well, look, Mr. Kitzel, I want to buy a turkey. Are they very expensive? <laughs> you mean they're that high? Come here a minute. Huh? Step closer. <laughs> Do you know what turkeys are selling for today? No. Come a little closer. <laughs> Lean over a little. What? 63 cents a pound. Well, why did you have to bring me over there? I don't want the turkeys to get conceited. <laughs> Gee, 63 cents a pound. That's a lot of money for turkeys. Say, they got to live too. <laughs> I suppose so. Say, Mary, look at those turkeys lying there, so cold and still. 
Just think, a few days ago, they were happy, carefree, and gay. And now they're 63 cents. I mean, now they're dead. <laughs> Mr. Kitzel, how old were these turkeys when they were killed? About eight months. Hmm. Didn't even have a chance to live. <laughs> I feel terrible. You'd feel a lot worse if they were 73 cents a pound. <laughs> I suppose so. But I don't know, Mary, when I see that turkey lying there like that, I, I can't help but think of its mother. See how lonesome she must be. Don't worry, that's her laying right next to him. <laughs> oh. Um, say, Jack, while you're getting the turkey, I better shop around and get some things for the stuffing. I think I have everything at home, Mary. Uh, what about cracker crumbs? Plenty. Stale bread? Two loaves. Oysters? One can. Sage? Thirty-nine. What? Oh, oh, I thought... <laughs> I thought you said age. I mean, I thought... <laughs> yes, we have everything. Uh... Well, Mr. Benny, what's your pleasure if I can be so pleasant? Well... <laughs> I'd like to get a live turkey, about 25 pounds. Live turkeys are over there, down by the end of the counter. Oh, yes, yes. I think I'll take that one on the right. It looks nice and plump. Put down your glasses. That's my wife. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Sorry. I wish I could get 63 cents a pound for her. <laughs> what? Nothing, I'm daydreaming. Now, Mr. Kitzel, what would you suggest? Well, if you want a nice live turkey, how is it about this one over here? <laughs> Say, Jack, this one's nice and plump. Oh, I've seen turkeys look plump, but they, they were all feathers. I'm going to feel this one myself. Hold still, turkey. <laughs> You and your cold hands. <laughs> well, how much does this turkey weigh? About 160 pounds. I thought so. Why does this turkey weigh so much? He's also an English horse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mr. Kitzel, we'll take this turkey. Come on, turkey. Come on, I'll take you home. Come on, Mary. Jack, look out. The turkey's getting away. Quick, Mary, try to grab him. He's running out in the street. Jack, the car almost ran over the turkey and killed him. I'm sure glad it didn't. Mel Blanc is too important to this program. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Mary, let's go home. Well, Rochester, the gang will be over this evening for Thanksgiving dinner. Is everything ready? Yes, sir. Then put the turkey in the oven. But, boss... Do as I say. Put the turkey in the oven. But, boss... Rochester, I'm telling you to put the turkey in the oven. Now, wait a minute. This has gone far enough. After all, I'm a human being. <laughs> oh, Mel, you spoiled the whole illusion. Good night, folks. The Jack Benny program is written by Sam Perrin, Milt Josephsberg, George Balzer, John Tackerberry, Al Gordon, Hal Goldman, and produced and transcribed by Hilliard Marks. Be sure to hear The American Way with Horace Hype every Thursday over this same station. 
Consult your newspaper for the time. Did you hear how many writers there were at the end of that show? <laughs> it was like, and this guy, and this guy, yeah. and this guy, now, and this now guy. Now you can say it's like Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A bunch of writers, and uh, that's why his show was so tight. It was super, super uh, funny, and uh, they had it timed out. I mean, it was mm-hmm. like every joke, like every boom, maybe boom, 10, boom. 15 mm-hmm. seconds, there was a laugh. Um, Mel Blank doing the voice of the turkey there. Um, Jack Benny with uh, his whole gang on a Thanksgiving episode going back to November 29th, 1953. Originally, that was sponsored by Lucky Strike, but we took the cigarette commercials out. Can't air cigarette commercials on the radio. And that uh, was a CBS radio broadcast. Hope you enjoyed that. Time for this month in music history. And we're sticking with the 1990s with this song. People are talking, talking about people. Who sings better, Bonnie Raitt or me? Well, at least you knew it was Bonnie Raitt. That's pretty impressive. Of course. This is something to talk about. Bonnie Raitt. I'm going to go with Bonnie on this one. 1991 album, Luck of the Draw. She won the Grammy Award for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance in 92. So I'm going to give it to her. I will give you one million doll hairs. One million doll hairs. If you can tell me what very famous movie star is in this video with her. I have no idea. I don't know this video. Yeah? Couldn't comment on Dennis that. Quaid. Yeah. You didn't know that. So I, you don't get one million doll hairs. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. I was really looking forward to that. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Lisa sure. Wolf. Uh, we have more of Hollywood 360 coming your way. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Next hour, it's a Thanksgiving episode of Our Miss Brooks. Plus, a pizza is on the line. You betcha. Real or Ridiculous. Songs about gratitude. This is our Thanksgiving edition of Real or Ridiculous. That's pretty snazzy of you, though. I'm a snazzy gal. You are snazzy. Mm-hmm. All right, I've been so worse. <laughs> stick around. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Way Showers who will help your journey a lot easier.